Chapter Thirty of Old Wells Dug Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marcia Payne. Old Wells Dug Out by Thomas Talmage. The Pile of Stones Speaking what mean ye by these stones joshua chapter four verse six you are wiser than most people if you have not mixed in your mind the passage of the red sea and the passage of the jordan the scenery is different and the lessons to be learned from them are different the jordan like the mississippi has bluffs on the one side and flats on the other here and there a sycamore shadows it here and there a willow dips into it in the months of april and may the snows on mount lebanon thaw and flow down into the valley and then jordan overflows its banks then it is wide deep raging and impetuous at this season of the year i hear the tramp of forty thousand armed men coming down to cross the river you say why do they not go up nearer the rise of the river at the old camel ford ah my friends it is because it is not safe to go around when the lord tells us to go ahead the israelites had been going around forty years and they had enough of it i do not know how it is with you my brethren but i have always got into trouble when i went around but always got into safety when i went ahead there spreads out the jordan a raging torrent much of it snow water just come down from the mountain top and i see some of the israelites shivering at the idea of plunging in and one soldier says to his comrade joseph can you swim and another says if we get across this stream we will get there with wet clothes and with damaged armor and the canaanites will slash us to pieces with their swords before we get up the other bank but it is no time to halt the great host marches on the priests carrying the ark go ahead the people follow i hear the tramp of the great multitude the priests have now come within a stone's throw of the water yet still there is no abatement of the flood now they have come within four or five feet of the stream but there is no abatement of the flood bad prospect it seems as if these israelites who have crossed the desert are now going to be drowned in the sight of canaan but forward is the cry the command rings all along the line of the host forward now the priests have come within one step of the river this time they lift their feet from the solid ground and put them down into the raging stream no sooner are their feet there then jordan flies on the right hand god piles up a great mountain of floods on the left 
the water flows off toward the sea. The great river for hours halts and rears. The backwaters, not being able to flow over the passing Israelites, pile wave on wave, until perhaps a seabird would find some difficulty in scaling the water cliff. Now the priests and all the people have gone over on dry land. The water on the left-hand side by this time has reached the sea, and now that the miraculous passage has been made, stand back and see the stupendous pile of waters leap. God takes his hand from that wall of floods, and like a hundred cataracts, they plunge and roar in thunderous triumph to the sea. How are they to celebrate this passage? Shall it be with music? I suppose the trumpets and cymbals were all worn out before this. Shall it be with banners waving? Oh no, they are all faded and torn. Joshua cries out, I will tell you how to celebrate this. Build a monument here to commemorate the event. And every priest puts a heavy stone on his shoulder and marches out and drops that stone in the divinely appointed place. I see the pile growing in height, in breadth, in significance. And in after years, men went by that spot and saw this monument and cried out one to another in fulfillment of this prophecy of the text what mean ye by these stones blessed be god he did not leave our church i mean this particular church down in the wilderness we wandered about for a while and some people said we had better take this route and others that route some said we had better go back and some said there were sons of anak in the way that would eat us up and before the smoke had cleared away from the sky after our tabernacle had been consumed people stood on the very site of the place and said this church will never again be built our enemies laughed among themselves and said aha aha meanwhile the rubbish was being cleared away the foundation was being laid and the pillars were being lifted and instead of the temporary structure in which we worshiped we have this building in which we hope the people of god will worship him for hundreds and hundreds of years we came down to the bank of the jordan we looked off upon the waters some of the sympathy that was expressed turned out to be snow water melted from the top of lebanon some said you had better not go in you will get your feet wet but we waded in pastor and people farther and farther and in some way the lord only knows how we got through and tonight i go all around about this great house erected by your prayers and sympathies and sacrifices and cry out in the words of my text what mean ye by these stones it is an outrage to build a house like this occupying so much room in a crowded thoroughfare and with such vast toil and outlay unless there be some tremendous reason for doing it 
and so my friends i pursue you tonight with the question of my text and i demand of these trustees and of these elders and of all who have assisted in the building of this structure what mean ye by these stones in the first place we mean that they shall be an earthly residence for christ poor jesus he did not have much of a home when he was here who and where is that child crying it is jesus born in an outhouse where is that hard breathing it is jesus asleep on a rock who is that in the back part of the fishing smack with a sailor's rough overcoat thrown over him it is jesus the worn-out voyager o oh, jesus is it not time that thou hadst a house we give thee this thou didst give it to us first but we give it back to thee it is too good for us but not half good enough for thee oh come in and take the best seat here walk up and down all these aisles speak through these organ pipes throw thine arm over us in these arches in the flaming of these chandeliers speak to us saying i am the light of the world o king make this thine audience chamber here proclaim righteousness and make treaties we clap our hands we uncover our heads we lift our ensigns we cry with multitudinous acclamation until the place rings and the heavens listen o king live forever is it not time that he who was born in a stranger's house and buried in a stranger's grave should have an earthly house come in o jesus not a corpse of a buried christ but a radiant and triumphant jesus conqueror of earth and heaven and hell he lives all glory to his name he lives my jesus still the same oh the sweet joy this sentence gives i know that my redeemer lives blessed be his glorious name forever again if you ask the question of the text what mean ye by these stones i reply that we mean the communion of saints do you know that there is not a single denomination of christians in brooklyn that has not contributed something toward the building of this house and if ever standing in this place there shall be a man who shall try by anything he says to stir up bitterness between different denominations of christians may his tongue falter and his cheek blanch and his heart stop my friends if there is any church on earth where there is a mingling of all denominations it is our church i just wish that john calvin and arminius if they are not too busy would come out on the battlements and see us sometimes in our prayer meetings i have heard brethren use phrases of a liturgy and we knew where they came from and in the same prayer meetings i have heard brethren make audible ejaculation amen praise ye the lord and we did not have to guess twice 
where they came from when a man knocks at our church door if he comes from a sect where they will not give him a certificate we say come in by confession of faith while adoniram judson the baptist and john wesley the methodist and john knox the glorious old scotch presbyterian are shaking hands in heaven all churches on earth can afford to come into close communion one lord one faith one baptism oh my brethren we have had enough of big bethel fights fourteenth new york regiment fighting the fifteenth massachusetts regiment now let all those who are for christ and stand on the same side go shoulder to shoulder and the church instead of having a sprinkling of the divine blessing go clear under the wave in one glorious immersion in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost i saw a little child once in its dying hour put one arm around its father's neck and the other arm around its mother's neck and bring them close down to its dying lips and give a last kiss oh i said those two persons will stand very near to each other always after such an interlocking the dying christ puts one arm around this denomination of christians and the other arm around that denomination of christians and he brings them down to his dying lips while he gives them this parting kiss my peace i leave with you my peace i give unto you how swift the heavenly course they run whose hearts and faith and hopes are one i heard a baptist minister once say that he thought in the millennium it would be all one great baptist church and i heard a methodist minister say he thought in the great millennial day it would be all one great methodist church and i have known a presbyterian minister who thought that in the millennial day it would be all one great presbyterian church now i think they are all mistaken i think the millennial church will be a composite church and just as you may take the best parts of five or six tunes and under the skillful hands of a handel mozart or beethoven entwine them into one grand and overpowering symphony so i suppose in the latter days of the world god will take the best parts of all denominations of christians and weave them into one great ecclesiastical harmony broad as the earth and high as the heavens and that will be the church of the future or as mosaic is made up of jasper and agate and many precious stones cemented together mosaic a thousand feet square in saint mark's or mosaic hoisted into colossal seraphim in saint sophia so i suppose god will make after a while one great blending of all creeds and all faiths and all christian sentiments the amethyst and the jasper and the chalcedony of all different experiences and beliefs cemented side by side in the great mosaic of the ages and while the nations look upon the columns 
and the architraves of that stupendous church of the future and cry out what mean ye by these stones there shall be innumerable voices to respond we mean the lord god omnipotent reigneth i remark again we mean by these stones the salvation of the people we did not build this church for mere worldly reforms or for an educational institution or as a platform on which to read essays and philosophical disquisitions but a place for the tremendous work of soul saving oh i had rather be the means in this church of having one soul prepared for a joyful eternity than five thousand souls prepared for mere worldly success all churches are in two classes all communities are in two classes all the race in two classes believers and unbelievers those going into light those going into darkness to augment the number of the one and subtract from the number of the other we built this church and toward that supreme and eternal idea we dedicate all our sermons all our songs all our prayers all our sabbath handshakings we want to throw defection into the enemy's ranks we want to make them either surrender unconditionally to christ or else fly in rout scattered the way with canteens blankets and knapsacks we want to popularize christ we would like to tell the story of his love here until men would feel that they had rather die than live another hour without his sympathy and love and mercy we want to rouse up enthusiasm for him greater than was felt for nathaniel lyon when he rode along the ranks greater than was exhibited by wellington when he came back from waterloo greater than was expressed for napoleon when he stepped ashore from elba we really believe in this place christ will enact the same scenes that were enacted by him when he landed in the orient and there will be such an opening of blind eyes an unstopping of deaf ears and casting out of unclean spirits such silencing bestorm generets as shall make this house memorable five hundred years after you and i are dead and forgotten oh my friends we want but one revival in this church that beginning now and running on to the day when the chisel of time that brings down even st paul's and the pyramids shall bring this house into the dust we want the host of newly converted souls who shall next sabbath morning pass in review by this sacramental table we want them only the first regiment of a great army that will take this place on their way to glory but since there are so many uncertainties ahead perhaps we had better begin now the work of salvation oh that this day of dedication might be the day of emancipation to all imprisoned souls my friends do not make the blunder of the ship carpenters in noah's time who helped to build the ark but did not get into it god forbid that you who have been so generous 
in building this church should not get under its saving influence come thou and all thy house into the ark do you think a man is safe out of christ not one day not one hour not one minute not one second three or four years ago you remember a rail train broke down a bridge on the way to albany and after the catastrophe they were looking around among the timbers of the crushed bridge and the fallen train and found the conductor he was dying and had only strength to say one thing and that was this hoist the flag for the next train so there come up to us tonight voices from the eternal chasm of darkness and sin and death telling us you cannot save me but save those who come after me lift the warning blow the trumpet give the alarm hoist the flag for the next train oh that tonight my lord jesus would sweep his arm around this great audience and take you all to his holy heart you will never see so good a time for personal consecration as now what mean ye by these stones we mean your redemption from sin and death and hell by the power of an omnipotent gospel lord god almighty with thy presence now shake this house from foundation to capstone stretch out thine arm here is the sacrifice lord god of elijah answer as by fire well the brooklyn tabernacle is erected again the sabbath after the old tabernacle was burned in the academy of music in december eighteen seventy two i prophesied this building i said it would be dedicated in eighteen seventy three i made a mistake of only two months would god that had been the largest mistake i had ever made but now that it is done it more than pleases us we came here tonight not to dedicate it that was done this morning by an illustrious company of christian ministers of every name and that eloquent and thrilling sermon still rings through and through our souls telling us that the glory of the second house shall be greater than that of the first god grant it but i am here to preach the dedication sermon of all your hearts in the episcopal and methodist churches they have a railing around the altar and the people come and kneel down at the railing and get the sacramental blessing well my friends it would take more than a night to gather you in circles around this altar then just bow where you are for the blessing aged men this is the last church you will ever dedicate may the god who comforted jacob the patriarch and paul the aged make this house to you the gate of heaven and when in your old days you put on your spectacles to read the hymn or the scripture lesson may you get preparation for that land where you shall no more see through a glass darkly may the warm sunshine of heaven thaw the snow off your foreheads men in midlife do you know that this is the place where you are going to get your fatigues rested and your sorrows appeased and your souls saved 
Do you know that at this altar your sons and daughters will take upon themselves the vows of the Christian, and from this place you will carry out, some of you, your precious dead? Between this baptismal font and this communion table, you will have some of the tenderest of life's experiences. God bless you, old and young and middle-aged. The money you have given to this church today will be, I hope, the best financial investments you have ever made. Your worldly investments may depend upon the whims of Wall Street or the honesty of business associates, but the money you have given to the house of the Lord shall yield you large percentage and declare eternal dividends in the day when, instead of being the story of one burning church, it shall be the tragedy of a world on fire. End of chapter 30 Reading by Marcia Payne